Ciao, Bella. I am Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach, and this is the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. We'll talk about a magical mix of mystical methods, including everything that works to live your best life, grow spiritually, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, and connect with spirit. Tune into the magic that is all around you. If you enjoy the show, please give it a thumbs up or write a glowing review and click the bell to subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is available. I offer listeners cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, psychic, intuitive, or card readings, or learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today with an Akashic Records reading. Learn more at nevertoolate.biz. May good fortune and magic come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. In this episode of the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast, I'm going to be speaking with Robin Friedman, who is fascinated by energy, the subconscious mind, the power of our thoughts, the hidden flow of energy in and through our bodies, and how it affects our lives. What's on the inside influences what we manifest on the outside. Good point, Robin. As a coach using many modalities, she can help you if you feel overwhelmed, scared, stuck, to get free, to get your energy flowing, and to connect to your inspired life purpose. Robin has studied a number of healing modalities, certified EFT master practitioner, weight loss coach through EFT Universe, She is also certified in emotion code, body code, reconnective healing, third degree Reiki, matrix re-imprinting, hypnotherapy, life coaching, spiritual coaching, and group coaching. Plus, she has studied Simply Healed and completed the foundations training in the Eden Energy Medicine. She lives in beautiful Portland, Oregon, and works with clients all around the world. Welcome, Robin. Thank you, Ronnie. So fun to see you again. I'm glad you are here. Today, we are going to talk about one of my favorite modalities that you use, which is from the Emotion Code by Dr. Bradley Nelson, and that's called the Heart Wall. So you want to tell me a little bit about what that's about? Sure. Dr. Bradley Nelson is a chiropractor, and he began kind of asking inside as he was helping people. So people would come in for back pain or knee pain or whatever. And he would ask inside, not just, he wouldn't just do kind of the physical adjustments, but he'd go, what's at the root of this problem? And he would use muscle testing on himself while he was asking. And he found out it was like almost always trapped emotions. Like, oh, here's some despair. And then he got kind of good with it. And it's like, oh, there's some despair from age three. (gasps) That's when my dad left or, you know, things that we're not even aware of. It's all this inside stuff that's kind of trapped there. And so he kind of called them trapped emotions and they're like little batteries. So if you have trapped despair or abandonment or sadness, 
then even though you've moved on from that, maybe you have a new dad, but it was still there, it was unprocessed, it's kind of like silently emitting. So you tend to get more abandonment or more despair or more sadness, like underground. It's not like it's always super obvious, but it's there. And so he started clearing those. He developed a system for clearing them and he was getting these amazing results. So everybody came to him. He was like the doctor that could help things that other people couldn't because he's not just rubbing their back. He's taking out (laughs) the despair or the abandonment. Like, okay, so not being supported, that's abandonment. This was going along great. And then one night he had this dream And in this dream, he saw this thick, 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 thick wooden floor. He said it was gorgeous. It had like a hundred layers of shellac on it. And it was like exquisite, but you know how dreams are kind of weird. So in the dream, he knew that his wife's heart was underneath that floor. Wow. What's that about? Well, because she'd had a lot of trauma. She'd had a hard childhood and he knew kind of in that flash that this was protecting her heart. Her heart was absolutely beautiful, absolutely pure, absolutely perfect. And because there's all this going on in the world, this was her protection. And he also knew that he could clear it like he'd been clearing those trapped emotions, kind of like one little, he saw the trapped emotions, almost like a little ball, like a golf ball, an energetic ball. But this was almost like a layer over the heart. So he called it a heart wall. He kind of coined that term. It's similar. They're trapped. They're layers of trapped emotions there for protection of our heart. Sometimes I see it when I'm working with people, almost like a little guard dog. It's like, I'm going to protect her. (laughs) It's like, your heart is so beautiful, so perfect. I'm not going to let this world in, right? For a while, it's really good. And, and also we usually start developing them before the age of seven. So before the age of seven, we don't have a prefrontal cortex developed to think like this. They've done studies on this. Children think everything is their fault because they are egocentric by nature. Like they can't even conceive of looking at something from somebody else's point of view. So like if your parents got divorced when you were three, it's your fault somebody dies when you're four, it's, it's our fault because we're coming from ourselves. These things get trapped in the limbic brain system that doesn't have a sense of time. That's what PTSD is, right? There's no sense of time. It's not like, oh, that happened back then. It's like still happening. It's only the prefrontal cortex that has a sense of time. It's protecting us. So we kind of need to appreciate it and then start releasing it. But I found that it needs, it kind of needs to know that you're okay now because it's whole purpose. Like, you know, it's, it loves you, it's protection. And then if you just start trying to pull it out, it's like, no, I love her. I'm going to protect her. So we kind of let it know we're good and we're on our side. And the reason it's important is because this heart wall keeps us from relationship, literally, because I love you, my heart's pure, your heart's pure, but it has to go through this layer of despair and abandonment and sadness. It's hard to get that. It's also hard to get what your heart truly desires. 
So I found it influential in relationship, in weight. Dr. Bradley Nelson says it's one of the main causes of not being able to be our happy weight in money and in health. Wow. So it's pretty comprehensive throughout your life, the heart wall, right? It's a main factor in everything. And in in my sessions, like I used to do this heart wall special, but the truth is it has to be cleared for anything people want. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, way back before I became love and dating coach, I had to go through the process myself because I woke up when I was 40, I was single and I was like, all right, something has to change. Being 40 and single completely freaked me out. And I, what do I need to do? And I thought, well, maybe I have something protecting me. So I remember imagining that I actually had armor. I, I don't know. I might have been talking to some other people who were doing healing work or with something. We started calling it body armor and that we have armor. And I remember imagining peeling it off. And then I remember thinking there was a wall and that you could knock the wall down. And I did those things with my clients, knock the wall down. But I didn't know the part about first, you have to feel safe. Yeah. So that probably could have made a big difference. And I mean, it definitely made a difference with people who followed through and did that work, but it probably would have been softer or different, a little bit different experience knowing now this aspect of it, that you have to, you know, let your heart know that it's safe. I have found this process, like I've done this with you several times. And that's why we're talking about this today, because every time I have done this, it has been really amazing. And it's, it's so surprising to me what I experience when I do. It's just like a meditation, right? It's just a simple kind of meditation, really a visualization, but it's so powerful. Well, I love the fact that you said, even before you knew anything about the heart wall, like you felt it, you yes. said, oh, yeah. I feel this armor. I've had a number of massage therapists say to me, I could actually feel it on people's bodies. Wow. Like sometimes, sometimes it's like spiky and just the different feelings. And actually, I remember my son talking to me about this other professional in his company. And he, he said something like he just had this hard wall around him. And I was wow. like, and yeah. I'm not even knowing about the heart wall. It's like, exactly. So it's very real. However, we talk about it. So Dr. Bradley Nelson, he just kind of assumed that everybody had this wooden wall, like what he saw in his dream. Well, first uh -huh. he thought it was just for his wife. And then he discovered, no, it's not. <laughs> he says like 92% of people have it. And what's interesting is they do appear as different substances. So like you said, you felt mm -hmm. yours as armor. I used to, you know, before COVID, I would teach at the bookstore here. We have this fabulous uh, new Renaissance bookstore in Portland and they have an event room. And so I could have 30 people there and lead them through this meditation because the substance appears different to each person. Yeah. So I've had one man said, mine is building insulation. It could be plastic. It could be crystal. A brick is pretty common. Brick, granite, um, some sorts of metal. And sometimes like it really matters like, oh, it's titanium or it's stainless steel or it's iron. And I always like to ask people, there is a way as a practitioner that I can kind of through a certain series of questions and tests, but I always like to ask people because they'll go, 
oh, mine is like white lard with little black dots. I was like, okay, I never would have thought of that to ask. (laughs) So they appear as different substances. That's one thing. That's kind of their appearance. What they're made out of is unprocessed emotion, trapped emotions. But the first step is kind of getting in touch with it because when it's, and that's like the meditation that we did, it's almost like you're having a dialogue with this part of yourself. Yeah, it's good usually point. just kind of hidden. And once you feel it or see it, it's like, wow. And so I love that you not reading the book, it does have the directions for how to clear it in the emotion code book by Dr. Bradley Nelson, but you just kind of intuitively just started taking off that armor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I think at some point I saw a wall too, and I, you know, knocked the wall down and then sometimes the wall would come back up and I'd be like, Hmm. So I would knock it down again, or then it would be made out of different things. So, but recently I had an experience at one of your workshops where I wanted to work on a specific thing with my heart wall. And this, I, I want to talk about this because I think it shows a different aspect. So anyway, the heart wall that I noticed was glass. It was a giant glass wall that had metal strips between it. So it was like panes of glass held together by metal strips. And I didn't even do anything to bring it down. I just looked at it and it crashed. What was really interesting about that was that's very fragile wall. So I'm wondering if that means like, you know, that wasn't brick or granite or whatever. So maybe I was, it was just that last layer that I needed to kind of break through and it crashed and broke. But then what happened was, you know, the mind is so amazing. It all reconfigured into this giant glass heart that was like a three-dimensional massive heart, four feet wide. I had been working on why was I stuck? I was stuck on something. And I thought, The last thing I need is some big glass heart testimonial to being stuck. And I was like, no way, you have to go. (laughs) And so then it burst into shards, but it still didn't disappear. There were shards all over the ground. And I'm like, no, 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 I want you all gone. Then the shards sunk into the grass in my vision. And then I felt I could breathe because then I felt It had been absorbed by the earth to be transformed. And I was really free from all of it, but I had to keep telling it. It it was three times, (laughs) three different configurations. So have you encountered anything like that? Well, I think there's a few beautiful things about that. One is you're in contact with your subconscious, which I think images are so powerful. And the fact that yours was glass, you know, like you said, it's not brick, it's not concrete, but you have done all this work on yourself, right? So there's always information in the images you get. The light of your consciousness is powerful. So when you even see something, so just by the fact that you saw that, like you said, and then it transformed, so that's powerful. And then also your will, that that's our key. That's our greatest gift. And you kind of got the two superpowers there or the three, you know, seriously, the three, you had the connection to the depth of your being. When we do this, we're not just going, Oh, I think I'm stuck. Da, 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 da. We're not just up here on the conscious level. 
we're connected to the depth of our being yes in our consciousness the consciousness holds it all and then you have your will which is your superpower you're like no <laughs> so you kind of had this lovely well-oiled dance that i would say most people probably don't get that right away but you did and it shows the work that you've done which also reminds me that sometimes people come and they just go oh my gosh i've done all this work for years I, I hear this a fair amount i've done all this work all this work all this work and nothing's happened nothing's happened you know i'm still this i'm still that sure. yeah and i've gotten a couple different images for that one is it's almost like somebody's chinking away around the edges like chink chink chink, ah. chink, 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 chink. and then you do like a session and it just whoo, it just falls. Oh, I love because, that. Because all of that work has been done. Whereas if all that work hadn't have been done, we could do one thing, but it would be more work. As for, for everybody listening who feels like I've done all this work, it always works. Nothing that you do is in vain. Yeah, it's not a waste Even of time because it, it could build up, it's right? Not apparent yet. Yep. It just could all build up and come together. Oh, that's such a beautiful idea that, you know, they've been chipping away at it. And then all of a sudden the whole wall can come down. That's fantastic. So yeah, don't give up hope. And I'm sure I have other issues where it wasn't a glass wall and I'll find something else. But on that particular issue, that's what happened. And I, first of all, I love a vision, you know, give me a good vision and a you know, and a piece of chocolate and I'm a happy girl. So <laughs> maybe well, something it's sparkling. Gold. It's gold. The vision it's gold. is gold. It's, it's gold. Because there's so much more than you could. It's really true. Like pictures worth a thousand words. A thousand words. Yeah. I'm sure you've worked with so many people at this point. What have you found to be, you know, outstanding in terms of what people experience through working on the heart wall? Like what kind of things have they worked on instead of just the generic things we all know? Like can any, does anything come to mind as good examples for people? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why this sticks out right now, but one woman wrote me, she's single and she's older. And she said, every time she would watch like a movie where people would get married or see something about wedding, it would, her heart would twinge. Oh, you know, it was always a pain and we cleared the heart wall and she said she doesn't have that anymore. Oh, isn't that marvelous? Yeah, I so, love that. So that heart twinging is information like yeah. for everybody for everybody. When you have a feeling it's either someone or something that's unprocessed so it, it's never a bad thing right it's good information amazingly a thing that i hear a lot is i just get things done like it used to be you're kind of working against yourself and things yeah. take a long time and now it's just like well things just happen yeah there's so many things i have a woman from canada and she was always having to do something always going out she was looking for love too always I gotta do this I gotta do that I gotta do that and she said you know I'm just kind of happy being with myself she Ooh. she just felt really peaceful and content just that's a good switch home and she said I've never felt right she said I've never felt this before in my life she was just content in and of herself 
What's so good about that? Being comfortable with herself gives her confidence and removes that layer of desperation. So then when she goes out to meet men, she's comfortable with herself. And that is very magnetic and very enticing for a man. That's what I, I found agree. anyway. Yes. I, yeah, I agree. That's very exciting. I right. bet that and really. What I was going to share. Is Go ahead. Animals also have heart walls. Really? How is that possible? How do you know? Because people hire me to do sessions on my dog is limping. My dog barks at this sort of person. My cat won't let anybody touch them. And they're always pretty little. So I was going to say, we also, after we find out the substance, we get the size. So sometimes heart walls can be they come in different measurements and I don't know why it does not necessarily have to do with how much trauma there is, but sometimes people's are in miles, sometimes their feet, sometimes their inches. And it almost seems like they can change. So anyway, the, the animals are small. Usually they're usually just a couple inches and they're always interesting substances. I, like I really have to get open to, to hear the substance because, you know, they're not going to tell me Well, they do, <laughs> but sometimes they're like dirt or bones or mud. It's like something that they know, sure. you know, so there's adoption, there's meanness, there's separation from their parents and animals oh my gosh, they just get better very quick. And I love that because it's not in our mind. It's not like, oh yes, well, I'm consciously letting go of this abandonment that I had at age three. It's not that for a dog. They're not walking after surgery and now they're running after the ball, right? There's nothing mental here. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's real energy work. That is so great. Oh my gosh. I never, I, you know, I know about animal psychics and I have some friends who, you know, worked with them for their pets and tell unbelievable, great stories, you know, but it, it never occurred to me about doing a heart wall on them. That's fascinating. I know it's really interesting and, and babies too. So it is, it, it can even happen, you know, at birth, like that it's a pretty big deal. So it's, it's for protection. They can change substances and kind of forms of measurement. So two things that come to mind. The first time I learned that they could change substance was a woman had one made out of barbed wire, which I thought was pretty cool image, right? Yeah. Barbed wire. And it was very big. And I think we were working a couple sessions and I always just kind of automatically ask, so do we, does so-and-so still have a heart wall of barbed wire? And yes, yes, yes. And it was getting smaller. And a, do, does she still have a heart wall of barbed wire? And I got a no. And I was like, oh, and she was intuitive. And she said, it's vines now. Wow. And so isn't that interesting? Because very it's cool. like the same shape, yeah, but it's natural. Yes. And let in the air and it let in the light. And she actually didn't want to let that go for a while because she liked that her heart was still protected because the air and the light and the love could still come in, but she felt like she still had some protection. So that was one interesting story. And the other one that I remember pretty clearly, so beautiful. 
I was working in a clinic, hospital type clinic that uses body code. And this young girl came in with, I think she had some disease, young teenage, and her mother had died when she was pretty young. And so she had a heart wall, but naturally we came upon this layer of grief, layers of emotions. And this grief, of course, is natural. This is, you know, her love for her mother. And so what we did was we took all of the love out of that grief. We harnessed that love. It's almost like distilling down, but we're going to keep the love and let go of the grief. So her subconscious didn't want to let go of the grief because that was the love for her mother. Ah. So we we almost like physically, um, almost like, taking the essence of a flower, right? So we kept all the love and she put it in her heart. And then this like rubber. So maybe it was like this big, several miles of rubber, like a rubber tire was able to go because she got, she got the love. So then she was willing to do that. And after that, when we measured her heart wall, it wasn't miles anymore. It was kind of like more like inches, like a regular teenage girls would be. Oh my gosh, that is so amazing. Well, I've done this with you like three times now. And the last time we did it together, it was in a group setting and you yeah, were it was um, really beautiful. Yeah, I guess what I'm feeling about this is you could keep doing this because you have heart walls for different reasons and they're different shapes and sizes and made out of different materials and are, you know, interrupting or interfering with whatever you want on a number of different topics potentially. So Whatever you come across and you go, you know, maybe I have a, some fear about standing in front of a group and talking. You could probably do some kind of heart wall method on that to work through it. What do you think? Yes, I have found this to be true. In Dr. Bradley Nelson's book, he basically says we have a heart wall, like a general heart wall. And when it's clear, it's clear. It's a one-time thing, which was really exciting to me. And I do believe that's true. And I also believe I have come to see that, okay, so your heart wall to the world could be cleared like yours was years ago, but you might have a heart wall to your spouse or to one child or career. So that's what I'm finding is these specific heart walls can come up. And it's also true that the general heart wall is clear. Aha. All right. Well, that makes sense to me. And that's why there's so many ways you can use this tool and why it is so powerful because it can really affect so many different aspects of your life. And you wouldn't think all those things would be from the heart, but if we operate from the heart, it makes sense that, you know, there might be something there to protect yourself for whatever it is. So when you're going to stand up and speak in front of a crowd and that's not what you normally do, and it makes you nervous, you're protecting your emotions. You don't want to feel failure or at risk or judged or whatever it is. So um, those are emotions and, you know, they might be in the heart. Very cool. So is there anything else you want to say about that before we wrap up today about the emotion code and the heart wall and yourself? Just that people feel it more than they know. Like when your heart is open, like if you're speaking and there's no heart wall around it and you're speaking, people feel that instantly. And it's just the most powerful thing, right? Our, our love, our energy, we don't have to say a word about it. 
it's just effective, it's powerful, and clearing this will help you get what you want and be happier in a safeful way. Yeah, I think it, it opens you up to a fuller expression or greater possibilities or being more expansive or reaching more of your potential. I mean, there's so much opportunity in it. That's why I have really loved it. Thank you for being on the show today and talking about the heart wall and your work and your fabulous experiences. I learned many new things today, so I appreciate that. You're welcome. If your listeners want to do a little meditation to find out about their heart wall, I'll I'll send you a link where they can sign up for a free, where they can listen to a meditation on the heart wall. I'm thrilled to hear that. That's great. So I'll put it in the show notes. Robin, you are so marvelous. I can't say enough good things about you. So thank you for being so amazing. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Well, I feel the same way about you and your work and all the people that you've helped. So thank thank you. you. This is Ronnie and Ryan, love and cosmic coach. Thanking you for listening today. If you'd like cosmic coaching and guidance for your spiritual path, a psychic intuitive or card reading, or to learn about your past lives and how they influence your life today, with an Akashic Records reading, please visit nevertolate.biz. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe and share it with someone that you love. I'll have more about love and magic next time. Until then, this is Ronnie and Ryan hoping you make the most of the love and magic that always surrounds you.